Hello and welcome to episode number 211 of the Random Thoughts podcast that is spelled R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com online. I am your host, Darren O'Neill. On today's show, we're going to be talking about things that aren't totally depressing. Next week is election week here in the United States. And I'm hoping that anybody that's been paying attention is going to go out and do the right thing and let their voices be heard. There are some people that think all of the negativity, Donald Trump telling people that the elections aren't real, are going to keep people from voting. I don't buy that. I don't buy that for a minute because I think people are fed up and this is going to be a time to watch because if things continue to get worse, then I think people are going to be up in arms. I think if the results of this election don't make sense to the people of this country, then you may see things start to spiral out of control. And we certainly hope that's not the case. That may happen here in Illinois, as we have discussed on this program. There's some new laws going into effect as of January 1st, which seem to be just dying to make things worse in this state, which a lot of people believe is the plan. Crash the system in order to be able to rebuild. And I don't think there's any question that there are certain people that believe exactly that, that that is the way to go. But we all know what it looks like when we go to the grocery store now those bills are way higher when you fill up your gas tank same thing you want to run your heat this winter be ready for a shocking bill at the end of the month but this is all the plan to keep you from using the energy but remember before joe biden took office we were energy independent But that's not what I want to talk about today. I don't want to go negative. I want to go positive. And I want to talk about the Ross Chastain move, which people that have never heard of NASCAR, I believe, have seen this on the news. It went viral, I'm sure. And it was something that was out of the ordinary, which for stock car racing, NASCAR racing, I mean, there are times when drivers do amazing things but it's very rare for there to be something completely unique that had never been seen before that happens on a racetrack unlike baseball the great hawk harrelson longtime announcer of the chicago white Sox, would often opine that there is always something new even after the multiple thousands of games that he had witnessed in his life there's always something unique that can happen on a baseball diamond 
I remember playing a game as a kid. There were a few different ones. Stratomatic baseball, pursue the pennant. There was another one that I'm blanking on right now, but one of the fun features of a couple of those games were that they had a weird play option. They were dice-based, and usually the dice-based just either decided what was going to happen, and it would determine by the number whether it was coming off of the card from the pitcher or the card from the batter. But every now and then, this is kind of like any role-playing game, I guess. You'd roll the magic number, not 33, but it could have been, and you had a weird play. All sorts of weird things can happen, like, you know, Randy Johnson hitting a seagull with a pitch. All sorts of weird things can happen in baseball to affect the play. That's not really the way it usually goes, though, in NASCAR. But in this case, we had a perfect storm of the NASCAR rules on how they do the postseason, which is a weird thing to do, I think, because NASCAR still has a postseason, but everybody still plays because you need to fill the field with cars. Otherwise, it would be an empty racetrack with the people that are left. But NASCAR has gone to an elimination system. so anybody that's ever watched NCAA basketball are familiar with the elimination system. When players lose, in this case, teams lose, they get taken out, but they still continue playing because they need them in the field. But the elimination in NASCAR was down to making the final four. And their final four is very weird as well, because then after the final four is set, there is only one race remaining so there were eight drivers in this past race that were eligible still to get to that final four race and it's all done by points or if you win so if any of those seven there was one guy that already won joey logano but there were seven drivers competing for those three spots and the way to win to move on would have been to win the race or based upon points meaning if you were in last out of those eight but you won well you got to go to the next round. It's a little convoluted. But we got down to this race for the final four and going down into the dwindling laps, it was going to be between two drivers, Denny Hamlin and Ross Chastain. Both of these drivers have had issues with each other in the past, which just made this all the more fun. They hadn't been the nicest to each other. There was a little crashing going on throughout the year. So this was a very interesting battle going on between the two of them. And it's getting down to the dwindling laps of the race. And Ross Chastain finds himself two points behind. And a point is one position. This is all the races they had gone through. This would come down to, hey, you need to pass two cars before the end of the race. Otherwise, you don't get to go on to the championship round. So this was the time where he needed a Hail Mary. Needed to do something that was 
completely out of the box, as they would say. Because anybody watching this went, well, it's over. There's no way. There was no way he was going to do this as the laps dwindled down. And it got to the point of the final lap of the race. Ross Chastain needed to pass two cars in order to move on to the final four race the following week. This is a short track, which means you get some decent speed down the straightaway, but you get down pretty slow when it comes to the corners. It's a very hard track to pass on, especially when you need to pass two guys in a half a lap, which is about 10 seconds in real time. So this was something that for everybody else on the track, It was done. It was over. It wasn't going to happen. But Ross Chastain went outside of the box and he pulled off a maneuver that shocked everybody, sent the fans into a frenzy. And not only did he pass two cars, I believe he passed four or five cars, including Denny Hamlin right before they reached the checkered flag. And the move that Ross Chastain pulled was one that a lot of you may have pulled if you had ever played a racing game on your PlayStation or Xbox or whatever. And the move was going into turn three rather than slowing down and trying to make the corner. He went up to the wall and gunned it and let the wall do its job, kept the car in the racetrack as he kept his foot to the floor and hoped that physics would do its work, and it did. It did. It was an absolutely amazing thing to see. It confused everybody. There is a video on the YouTubes that shows every angle allegedly available of what was going on and one of the things they had was the camera that was inside the broadcast booth that shows Dale Earnhardt Jr. and Jeff Burton two ex-NASCAR drivers that do the play-by-play and color work for NBC just pointing like oh my god oh my god you see what's going on here and Earnhardt Jr. was the one that came on and went Ross Chastain with the video game move in order to move on to the championship round. And I think this is interesting because there really was no other option. There was no way driving normally that was going to get him to the finish line where he needed to be in order to move on to the last and final race of the season where He now has a pretty good chance to win a championship. One of four drivers is going to do it. It showed, I think, pure determination of a driver that did not want to give up, that was going to try anything they possibly could. It was the epitome of that Hail Mary pass in football. It was, hey, I've got to try something because if I don't, I'm going home. If I try something and it doesn't work, I'm going home. But if I try something, If I do something and it works, it overshadowed 
Christopher Bell, who won the race and moved on to the final four as well. But the fans were just enthralled with the Ross Chastain move. They were talking about this after the race. NASCAR next year celebrating 75 years of its existence. And everyone agreed uh, this is probably one of the top two moves, if not the top move that was ever made on a race track during a NASCAR sanctioned event because nobody had ever seen it before. Now, of course, there's a lot of questions about, well, should they make a rule? Because how dare he do something outside of the box? Uh, We talked in one of the past episodes about Kyle Larson. You remember he was the guy that was driving a little roughly and then Bubba Wallace and him had a little altercation by meaning Bubba Wallace was pushing him around where he didn't want to fight back. And I don't blame him for not wanting to fight back, but he was kind of whining about this that, oh, no, this was a bad look for the sport. And I would disagree 100%. As have a lot of people within the NASCAR community, this was not bad for NASCAR at all. One of the greatest things ever to happen to NASCAR was the advent of live television coverage, which we go back to the early days for a race in Daytona. That spilled off into a fight in the infield. And of course, everybody was like, oh, that's a bad look. But you know what it did? It brought people in. Made people tune in to watch the next race. And this move by Ross Chastain is going to do just that. It is going to drive interest in the sport because people are going to see that and be like, wow, these guys are crazy. And they're going to tune in. They're going to tune in for the spectacle. And it shows in this case, again, I think a driver with determination who was going to do anything they could just did not want to quit, wanted to leave it all on the court. You've heard that from athletes forever and ever and ever. I left it all on the court. Ross Chastain did just that. And it was amazing that the race car stood up to the forces, was able to get completely through the corner, and he was able to drive the thing back down pit road at the end of the race there was a dr jill no that would be joe biden's wife there's a dr julie or something on nbc i believe it was on their web website that broke down the physics of what happened in that car and the amount of forces that ross chastain felt And we're certainly hoping he is not going to have any negative reaction to this because he said afterwards it kind of felt like he had his bell rung a little, which it did. Ross Chastain, no doubt about it. Because an average NASCAR driver, about 2G's worth of force is what they feel when they're in the car. And 2G is double the force that we normally feel. And you're like, ah, that's not a lot. But it is. It's a decent amount, even at 2G. When you're dealing with the forces inside of a race car as it accelerates or turns in the corner. Now, I've never driven a race car, but I did do a ride along years ago at the Walt Disney Speedway where the Richard Petty driving experience was there. I'm not sure if it's still there. The racetrack's even there, but they have cars specially made up. So you get to sit in the passenger seat. While a train driver 
takes you around the track. And I think we got up to like 160 miles an hour, but even accelerating from zero off of pit road, it has that same feel as if you're a roller coaster that's taken off really fast. You get that acceleration when you're in the corner, you definitely feel it on your body, you know, where the car wants to go one way and you're going the other. And it is something that once you feel it even a little bit, you have a whole new respect for these drivers that do this out on the track for an extended period of time over and over and over again. And in this case, this doctor broke down the amount of G-forces that Ross Chastain felt as he went through this corner at Martinsville, again, scraping the wall, car in fifth gear, foot completely on the pedal. It was hitting the rev chip. So there was not one bit more that they could have gotten out of this car. While this was all going on, the calculation says he was feeling about 5G on his body, which the human body can take for very short periods of time. Fighter pilots have that issue when you feel the massive amounts of G-forces, which is why they have these special suits that are designed in order to keep the blood going to their brain. Because what happens when you hit high amounts of G-forces, your body starts going, hey, the blood's not getting where it should be. The systems start shutting down fairly quick. One of the pilots that was really instrumental in testing a lot of this stuff lost a lot of his vision because that's one of the culprits that's going to happen when you have the blood flow not getting where it needs to be. And it's very possible you could black out, but they say when you're hitting the G-forces, you could start experiencing where you won't see color. You'll start getting tunnel vision. And Ross Chastain said everything just kind of went into a blur, which if you watch the in-car camera from his car, which I highly recommend you do, it is just an amazing ride that Ross Chastain went on. But it wasn't, again, just the fans that we're going to go completely nuts about this. I'm going to do something on today's show, which I don't often do. And that is I brought some clips because somebody put together the in-car audio of a few different teams that were reacting as this was going on live. I mean, everybody gets the reaction when it comes to sporting events after the game, quite often after the players maybe have cooled down, had a chance to shower, they go get the quotes. This is the audio which was going on live. If you're not a NASCAR fan during the races, the guy in the car, the driver, well, it could be a girl in the car as Haley Deegan over in the uh, truck series, probably going to the Xfinity series next year. Not that you care, but the driver talks to their spotter and to their crew chief throughout the race. They have little microphones and the sound quality to me. Here's the amazing thing. The sound quality you're about to hear, a lot of it coming from inside of a race car, which, if you don't know, are loud, really, really loud. Coming from inside the race car, a lot of this audio quality, better than you've heard on some other podcasts, better than you've even heard on some of these major network news shows that just all sound hollowy. 
especially when they were working from home. Somehow NASCAR gets great audio directly out of their cars. And first up, we have Joey Logano and his team. Ross Ross, the fence outside of the outside, outside, outside. Holy cow. I guess it does work. Holy <laughs> Do you see that? <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> that was the spotter saying, I guess that does work. And Joey Logano, former NASCAR champion in the hunt to be the champion this year, just laughing hysterically at what he just saw. That is how unique this moment was. Even people that have been around the sport for a long time were absolutely amazed. This next clip of audio from Chase Briscoe and his team, he just missed out on making the final four, and he was a little bit more calm than Joey Legato. Oh, my God, coming to the checkered flag. I can't believe what I just saw. That's literally the coolest thing I've ever seen in my life. That was straight video game. That was incredible. Chase Briscoe calling that move the coolest thing he had ever seen in his life. How about Bubba Wallace? Watch one rip in the outside wall of the fence. Holy s***. Unbelievable. Wow. I'm pretty sure he got in with that. That's the damnedest thing I've ever seen to one, done. Bubba with the big wow and his crew reacting to what Ross Chastain had just done. Over to Eric Jones's team. What's the one doing? He was trying to play hold it wide open and go. He did it. That is insane. Did he pass people doing that? Yeah, he got in the final four doing that. Holy Did he pass people doing that? Yes, indeed he did. And now on to Chase Elliott. Come and check your gap of one. Cover your bottom up off. What in the hell? All right, good job. He put it on the fence and went wide open there. I don't know if he beat the... Yeah, he did. He beat the freaking BT-11. I love the utter disbelief in the voice of Chase Elliott's spotter there as he tells him what's going on. For those of you who don't follow NASCAR, when the race is going on, the spotters tell the drivers things you got to look out for, who's in front of you, who's behind you, look out for whatever on the track. But the 11, Denny Hamlin, who was so close to making it to the final four to be able to go for another championship. Here is the conversation between him and his spotter. What's the one outside over here? Outside, 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 outside. I guess we just lost on that. Well, I've never seen anything like it, but Bell wins, he's in, and the one Hail Mary defense in three and four and uh, got it. Wow. Did all I could do for this. You can hear the dejection in Denny Hamlin's voice there saying he did all he could do. But from the lows, we go to the highs. And this is the in-car audio from Ross Chastain's car with his crew going into that final half a lap. He's asking them right at the beginning here, what do we need? They tell him he needs two. And this is the result. Gotta get him? Yeah, gotta get him. D2. Keep coming. Keep coming. Hang on, man. Check the flag. Nice and easy. Keep it up against the fence there. Talk to me, boys. You made the transfer! You made the transfer, man! That was f***ing ridiculous, dude! That was wild, man. That was wild. Holy cow. <laughs> 
how long you've been sitting on that move, but that was incredible. Dude, that was badass. Good job, guys. A badass move indeed from Ross Chastain. My favorite part of that audio is that the spotter, while he's going through the turn at full speed, scraping the wall, sparks flying, is as calm as can be. Just saying, keep coming, keep coming. Checkered flag. And I love Ross Chastain. So we need two. You can hear that. It's like, you. I need two. Okay. That's when he went, need to do this, need to do the crazy thing, need to do the thing that every race car driver has probably thought about, but nobody has ever actually tried to do it. Instead of slowing down, going into the corner, bring it up to the wall and throttle it down, foot to the floor as hard as you can and let what's going to happen, happen. And in this case, I applaud Ross Chastain for doing what he had to do. I was into NASCAR big back before Dale Earnhardt Sr. passed away and had gone a bunch of years, jumped off the bandwagon, went to MLB, which has turned into a garbage show, still is, and I don't want to go off on a tangent on how the Chicago White Sox suck and will always suck, but that seems to be the way it's going to be. So this year, decided, well, let's go back and see what's happening in NASCAR. Haven't watched NASCAR in a while. Watched the very first exhibition race that they were trying to do out of the little, was it an eighth mile quarter? Yeah, probably an eighth mile inside of the Los Angeles Coliseum. And it's like, okay, uh, not all that exciting. I get it, though, what they're trying to do. But a lot of people in one place have a party. It didn't count towards any championship. So it was just a lot of fun. Then watched the Daytona 500, which is always a spectacle. Then kind of tuned out for a bit and one of the next races we came back on was the race out in austin at the big road course and ross chastain won and when he won he threw a watermelon down and picked up the watermelon and was eating it during the post-race interview which i thought was interesting and the story is that his family he is a sixth or seventh generation watermelon farmer out of florida very interesting backstory and a fun guy i think to root for i mean you can choose who you like to root for and who you don't but kind of it's like hey this is kind of funny this is kind of interesting this guy has personality which is something nascar had way back in the day when it was rusty wallace dale earnhardt senior terry labani tony stewart Kyle Petty, Richard Petty. There's a lot of characters bigger than life going back even further. The Kale Yarboroughs, the Smoky Eunuchs, guys that they're still telling stories about, not just for their racing prowess, but because of their personality. Ross Chastain, I think, has a chance to be one of those guys. And it was an amazing thing to watch. I was watching that race and I was just like, what did he just do? I can't believe he just did that. As did everybody else in the stands. If you get the videos from the people in the stands, they went absolutely nuts at that move. And rightfully so. I mean, it was probably, I mean, I don't even know if it's probably, I don't think there's any question that Ross Chastain finishing fifth in this race. This was the best fifth place finish anybody's ever had 
in a NASCAR event. And I think it's good for the sport. There's a lot of people, like I said, who didn't like it, including Kyle Larson, who's complaining about it. But it seems that most people in NASCAR realize that this was a once in a blue moon kind of move. It doesn't work at every racetrack. It doesn't work in every situation. But what we have is one guy who was going to do whatever it took at great risk to himself, tore up a race car, but now has the opportunity to win the ultimate prize, the NASCAR championship in Phoenix. And I believe there will be a lot of people tuning in to see if he gets that prize that wouldn't have had he not made that insane move that at this point in time just worked. Sometimes you just have the racing gods with you. You hear a lot in baseball about the baseball gods here. The racing gods were with him. that he put that car in a position nobody's ever done. It put his body through G-forces that race car drivers just don't feel. He put it all on the line. You hear athletes all the time saying they put it all on the line. This is the epitome of an athlete putting it all on the line. And again, I applaud Ross Chastain, wishing him well. Hope he gets that championship. And I want to thank all of you for sticking with me on this story, because I know not everybody likes NASCAR. Most people listening to this probably don't. But this was a story that just tickled me, really. And it was something that was so unique, was so every man in its own way, that you're just deciding it's not even in this case the talent that brought him where he needs to be. It was just pure determination. It was just, I'm going to do whatever I need to do to achieve my goals. And I think we can all take something from that mentality. And I know there's a lot of people that watch baseball and they understand there's no way I could hit a hundred mile an hour fastball. There's no way I'd be able to hit a nasty curve. In basketball, there's some people like, hey, I could never, you know, hit three pointers with regularity. I can barely throw. But most people watch racing and they think, I could do that. These guys are just driving a car. How hard can that be? So we all believe, you know, maybe we could be Ross Chastain. And in this case, I mean, if you had the car, you could because it wasn't really any talent. This was just a mindset that got this done. This was the mindset that I am going to do it and I'm going to see what happens. I'm just going to put my foot to the floor and let the wall bring me around. Absolutely amazing. But I want to thank everybody for listening. I hope at least if you don't like racing, you found this interesting. You found this entertaining. As I do hope you find all of the episodes here of the Random Thoughts podcast that way. There's so much bad stuff going on in the world. It was a little it was fun to be able to talk about something a little bit lighter. We could have talked about Paul Pelosi getting hammered, but I'll leave that to other people. You know, that's a, a joke. It works both ways. We could talk about the media research study that said 87% of the election coverage from ABC, NBC, and CBS is negative towards the Republicans. I think you know about that. We could talk about Elon Musk 
saying he's going to charge for the blue check mark on Twitter, but that's all garbage. It's nice to have a uplifting story. And we thank Ross Chastain and NASCAR for providing that. And I hope NASCAR doesn't go the route of ruining this by trying to come in with some kind of new rule change or something like, well, you can't hit the wall. Well, that's going to not going to work. But I want to thank you for listening to this episode in each episode of the Random Thoughts podcast. It is a value for value proposition, which means I put the shows out there. They're not behind a paywall. If you've gotten any enjoyment, if you've gotten any value out of the show, it's up to you to send some value back to us in any way, shape or form that you want to. An easy way to do that is monetarily, which you can do by going to randomthoughts.com, R-A-N-D-U-M-B thoughts.com, clicking the donate button to a one-time or monthly donation through PayPal. You can use the QR codes or wallet addresses if you want to do the crypto thing. You can use the P.O. box address if you want to go hell cash man money order check whatever you want to do there and if you're in the patreon ecosystem you can go to patreon.com slash random thoughts again you know how to spell it and go that route nothing extra there just a way if you're in that ecosystem to get some value back to us today and we have a few people to thank today using all of those aforementioned systems except for the crypto chudakuki Coming in with his $15 monthly donation via check, that is very much appreciated. He never sends a note, but that's okay because we appreciate the support. We know he's listening to this and the other shows that I do. Our buddy Stu Coates, all the way from the UK with the not, not, not satanic donation of $6.66. That is appreciated. And then over on Patreon, Brian Janak, Dennis Woods, Tim Heasel all down five bucks a month. It is greatly appreciated. It helps us keep the lights on, the microphones humming, everything sounding good. And we greatly appreciate you for supporting the Random Thoughts podcast. And if you can go and leave a review wherever you get in your podcast, tell a friend or two about the show, help the show grow. It all helps. And it is all very much appreciated. So next week, We will be back with another edition, probably also on Wednesday due to the fact that Tuesday is election day. I mean, um, we might have some negative stories. Who knows? But I think we have to wait until the election day fallout to do the next random thought. So join me, if you will, next Wednesday for all of that. Thank you for hanging with me. It is always a whole lot of fun, as my buddy Larry always says over on that Larry show. And if you're not listening to that Larry show, What's wrong with you? You should check his show out. It goes really back to back nicely with random thoughts. And if you really wanted to mix those two together, you can listen to Planet Rage, planetrage.show. And that's Larry and I together. Oh, we always have a lot of fun. Every Monday that happens. So many good podcasts out there and so little time. With all that said, I am Darren O'Neill. Until next time, thanks for listening.